Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Sports with the Statman is on the air. Welcome to Sports with the Statman on BlogTalkRadio.com. I'm your host, George Sothopoulos, the Statman on a Saturday morning, the 20th of May. 2017. It is 10 a.m. in the East. We are live on Block Talk Radio, coming to you from our authentic invitation home studios in northern New Jersey. We're going to be with you for the next 45 minutes, so sit back and enjoy as I take you through the world of sports. A good Saturday morning out there, everybody. And we are one week from Memorial Day, but that doesn't mean that uh, the, uh, the sports calendar uh, needs any more uh, action as this week. The Preakness uh, runs the second jewel of uh, horse racing's Triple Crown. As always, Dreaming tries to uh, uh, qualify for the Belmont with a chance at the Triple Crown. Uh, Tune in later today for that. But, of course, Fantasy Baseball, Week 7 going into Week 8. And in hockey, the uh, conference finals are tied at two apiece in both the Western and the Eastern conferences. Ottawa and Pittsburgh. Ottawa started off. Uh, well in Game 1, Pittsburgh tied the series. Ottawa was a big win at home in Game 3. Pittsburgh changes goalies. Matt Murray starts, and the Pens even the series at two apiece last night with a win in Game number 4. The score there, 3-2. to two. Anaheim, meanwhile, defeating Nashville in overtime the other night uh, to tie their series at two games apiece. Corey Perry with uh, the overtime marker. And... Uh, Uh, Corey Perry, who struggled at times in these playoffs, uh, he gets the winner. And um, Nashville, not as invincible uh, in in game four anyway, as they had that 10-game home playoff winning streak on the line, and they lost it. But basically, both best of sevens are now best of threes, uh, with Pittsburgh having the home ice in the Eastern Conference and Anaheim getting the home ice in the Western Conference. So uh, it is definitely going to come down to the wire as, uh, uh, as it will be a lot of fun to watch. The remaining schedules, uh, today we have Game 5, Nashville at Anaheim, a 7.15 start Eastern time on NBC, on the network, CBC and TVA in Canada. Tomorrow at 3 p.m. in Pittsburgh, Ottawa will face the Penguins in a uh, – uh, a very important game five, a 3 p.m. start, NBC in the U.S., CBC and TV uh, in Canada as well. Game six, Monday for Anaheim and Nashville in Nashville. That will be on NBC Sports Network at 8 o'clock. Uh, Tuesday will be game six, Pittsburgh and Ottawa in uh, Canada's capital, 8 p.m., NBC Sports Network there. And game sevens, if necessary, would be on the off days, Wednesday in Anaheim, at 9 p.m. Eastern, Thursday in Pittsburgh at 8 p.m. Eastern, if the series go that far. We know both will go at least game six, and it's a good bet that at least one of them will go to game seven. And then the Stanley Cup finals will begin uh, after that in the last, uh, basically Memorial Day weekend, you would have the beginning of the Stanley Cup finals. So a tremendous 
sports weekend next weekend will be. But uh, still this weekend, uh, that is the hockey situation for everyone. Uh, This week in fantasy sports, that's what uh, uh, we have on the docket today. Looking back at week seven, ahead to week eight, of course, with injuries, hot pickups. In fantasy focus this week, we're going to take a look at stock up and stock down as we go through each and every position. And, uh, of course, we'll give you some uh, some information to help you set your lineups and win your games in week eight with two-star pitchers, hitting notes as well. Uh, we wanted to – last week we wanted to take a look at the breakout performances, which we did in great detail. We didn't get through the rookies, so we're going to add that to our positional breakdown uh, as we go around uh, the league. So uh, we hope you enjoy that as well. Okay, but first we start with our weekly best, week seven – uh, the games of May 13th through the 19th, and it was uh, a pair of outfielders at the top of the list. J.D. Martinez, recently back from the DL, 9 for 18, 5 of those 9 hits went over the wall for home runs, 11 runs batted in, 9 walks and only 2 strikeouts. What a week for J.D. Martinez. He had 48 fantasy points, a 500 average, uh, on base 667, slugging 1333, which means your OPS even 2,000 for J.D. Martinez. And looking at his full-year stats as he is just getting started for the year, uh, his first game back uh, was on May the 12th, and he went one for three. So you look at his season stats and subtract just that one game, and, and you have what he's done uh, for, uh, for the year so far, but 48 fantasy points. Mike Trout, uh, the other outfielder in that discussion, and definitely not somebody that, uh, uh, that is an afterthought. 40 fantasy points, 438 for the week, four homers, seven RBIs. Uh, three out of four in stealing bases as well. Uh, so he was uh, he was everywhere. Five runs scored. He, his OPS was a, a paltry 18-18 for the week. Uh, Jake Lamb, the third baseman of the Arizona Diamondbacks, 38 fantasy points, batted 454 homers and eight runs batted in. Jose Bautista, fourth, tied with Chris Davis, actually. Uh, and uh, between the two of them, we give it to Davis because he had the higher OPS, a slugging percentage of 1087. He had five homers and nine RBIs, but he did strike out 11 times in 23 at-bats, batting 348 for the week with 37 fantasy points. Jose Bautista, 440 average, slugged 840, uh, two homers and four doubles among his 11 hits in 25 at-bats. And he um, uh, he is also back uh, from, I believe, he had uh, he had an injury as well. Um, I could be wrong. No, he didn't. He was the one. He's the one Blue Jay who hasn't been on the shelf. Uh, you name it, they've they've been on it uh, so far uh, for the Blue Jays. But they are starting to, uh, you, you know, that they're definitely making uh, uh, making some noise and getting back into uh, the conversation. Now, not the playoff conversation quite yet, um, but they are uh, rebounding from a terrible start. That, uh, that Toronto had. In fact, in the American League East right now, they're still in last place. They're seven games under 500, but they're only five games out of a wild card in what has been a very strong um, American League East, as the other teams are all at 500 or better, and uh, the Yankees have the second-best record in the American League at 24-15, and 15, only behind Houston. Uh, but uh, Toronto in last place, but uh, still looking a little better in Bautista. Uh, hitting better as well. Uh, let's take a look at our rotisserie leaders in home runs, J.D. Martinez and Chris Davis with those five bombs, 11 RBIs for Martinez. Runs scored, you had eight, and it was a trio of guys, Jose Bautista, Chris Davis, but also Brett Gardner of the Yankees with runs scored. 
Uh, stolen bases, well, four for Eduardo Nunez of the San Francisco Giants. He now has 11 on the season, and he had four this past week. A bunch of guys tied for three. So those are your uh, numbers for rotisserie purposes. On to pitchers over the last week. The top pitcher in baseball, a big-time prospect who has struggled in his limited cameos at the major league level, seems to have figured it out, seems to have kicked it into gear, and he had two amazing starts to show for it. And his name is Jose Barrios of the Minnesota Twins. He had 65 fantasy points for the past week. Two starts, both wins, 15 in the third innings, allowed one earned run and only four hits. He walked two. He struck out 15. That is what gets you in the rotation permanently and stops that uh, – uh, that that shuttle back to uh, back to Rochester, uh, but Berrios 65 fantasy points, and if you look at his numbers, uh, he has had a grand total of 16 game starts in his career. 14 last year, where he was three and seven with an 8.02 ERA, a WHIP of 1.87. He had his first two starts this year, and it, basically that's it. He's not going down. Uh, if you had an apartment, Jose in Rochester, sell it. Uh, but Berrios looking really good. Alex Wood, the number two pitcher in fantasy baseball for the past week, uh, he did not allow an earned run at all. Two wins, two quality starts, 13 in the third innings. He had 55 fantasy points, struck out 14 as well. Chris Sale at number three with 49 fantasy points, 22 strikeouts and only two walks. Even though he had a high ERA for this group, 3.21, he had a win and a no decision, two quality starts, 14 innings. Jose Quintana of the White Sox at 40 fantasy points. Two no decisions. He would have been higher up on the list if he uh, if he got wins in both games. 15 innings, 2.40 ERA, 12 strikeouts. Um, and the number five pitcher in all of baseball, tied with Quintana actually for fourth place, and it is Corey Nabel, the new closer for the Brewers. Three saves in four innings, one hit allowed, struck out nine in those four innings, and he had 40 fantasy points. So Nabel is the top reliever. Berrios, the top pitcher overall. The top one-start pitcher for the week is Christian Bergman of the Seattle Mariners. Seven and a third shutout innings, allowed two hits, two walks, and nine strikeouts, got the win. 35 fantasy points for him. And the top local is Chris Sale. Among hitters, the top local, uh, which we did not name, uh, he is Brett Gardner. We named him as uh, among the run-scored leaders, but he was the top fantasy baseball hitter among local teams with 29 fantasy points. He batted 429 with a homer and four RBIs, added two doubles and a triple, only had one, or I'm sorry, he had five singles among his nine hits, but four of them went for extra bases. And as we mentioned, he, uh, he scored eight times. Uh, that is a, a solid percentage. He was on base 12 times, came around to score eight of those times. So a good week for the Yankees and for Brett Gardner as well. So that is our weekly best as uh, – we turn our attention now position by position at about 10 minutes past the hour. And we're going to look at uh, around the diamond catchers, first, second, short, third outfield and in uh, among the starters and the relievers. We're going to take a look at a bunch of things. Our stock up, stock down. We're going to take a look at numbers for the last three weeks and give you some guys that you might not mention. You know, the stars are the stars. And if the stars are struggling, we'll call it out. But guys who might not be on your fantasy uh, radar, uh, or if uh, they, they might be available in your fantasy league and, and you should be thinking about them, we'll try and uh, call them out. Also, of course, our injuries are hot pickups. And uh, uh, also we're going to take a look at rookies as well uh, among any, anyone that uh, really qualifies. So let's start at catchers. And uh, 
basically in in terms of the uh, you know th this position has been dominated by Buster Posey yet again 30 points better than anyone else he's at the top all by himself at 69 fantasy points this is over the last three weeks by the way so averaging 23 uh, points a week he has six home runs that's more than anybody else but Brian McCann even though he's only batting 255 he has 14 runs batted in which is the best among catchers. And his 39 fantasy points is second best among catchers. So Brian McCann is a guy that, you know, his, his best years may be behind him, but he's still having a solid season, batting 269, six home runs, and 25 RBIs. Over the last three weeks, he's had three of those six home runs. Uh, also, uh, Yasmani Grandal, we know he's good. We know he's probably a top 12 catcher in baseball. But he's batting 375 over the last three weeks, and he, his OPS is nine uh, is 951. Uh, he's a homer, 13 RBIs, but seven doubles. He's become a solid double hitter, uh, and uh, he is batting 286 on the fairly young season. You remember last year he had 27 home runs, but he only batted 228, 234 the year before that, 226 before that, 216 before that. So uh, he is hitting for a very high average. Also on the list, Rene Rivera, uh, stock up for him, 386 batting average the last three weeks. He is on an 11-game hitting streak that, as of Saturday morning, is still ongoing. Uh, two homers and 12 RBIs, uh, 17 hits, 14 of them singles. But still, uh, Rivera has been a solid contributor to the, uh, to the Mets lineup. Cameron Rupp, 341 batting average, three homers, nine RBIs over the last three weeks. Martin Maldonado of the Angels. Uh, two homers and seven RBIs, slugging 471 and batting 294. Uh, he is in the stock-up category. How about Caleb Joseph of the Baltimore Orioles, the former Philly, two homers and nine RBIs? Actually, was he a Philly? I'm, I'm trying to think of Tommy Joseph. Excuse me. He has been an Oriole through and through. But now getting more starting time now that Matt Wieters is out of the picture uh, this season. But Joseph, two homers and nine RBIs, batting 321 over the last three weeks. Tyler Flowers at 342. Uh, only 38 at-bats, though, in the last uh, three weeks. Kurt Suzuki, 27 at-bats, batting 296. So out of that platoon, the Braves are getting the best out of both of their catchers. Kurt Suzuki, Tyler Flowers, the two of them together, three homers and 11 RBIs in 65 at-bats. However, those are two players. So probably a little more suited for daily, depending on who is in the lineup. All right, now in terms of stock down, guys that you expected to do a little better than they have been doing, James McCann, 10 for his last 45, batting 222, but he does have two homers and six runs batted in. Um, let's uh, let's take a look at a couple other guys uh, that are, I'm, I'm not saying they're injured, but guys that, uh, um, that are on fantasy rosters, for the most part, who have not played well. Jet Bandy batting 216 in his last three weeks, a homer, six RBIs. Uh, Evan Gaddis, 210. Chris Herman, even though he had that walk-off against the Mets, 210 over the last three weeks for him, and only 19 at-bats, too. And Wilson Contreras, you expect more out of him. He's batting 200 with two homers, nine RBIs, and 17 strikeouts and 55 at-bats over the last three weeks. So those are some, uh, some poor, uh, poor numbers there. 21 fantasy points for Contreras, which is still seven a week, but still not what you expected out of the catching position. In terms of catching injuries, Russell Martin on the DL with a shoulder. Uh, he may be back uh, in the next few days, but... Uh, he is eligible uh, to come back as of Thursday and has not yet. It's looking like day-to-day uh, -day for, uh, for him until he can come back. He's still uh, trying to catch bullpen sessions and things like that. Travis Darno with a wrist injury, 
he is uh, uh, right now uh, rehabbing uh, in St. Lucie. And uh, Rene Rivera is hitting well, as we just mentioned. So uh, no need to rush him back. But Darno is the starting catcher on the Mets and, and still trying to come back. And uh, in, in uh, leagues with, uh, with deeper uh, prospect pools, Francisco Mejia, who is a prospect for the Cleveland Indians, he is on the seven-day DL. Groin soreness for him. Um, he is in double A. So he still has a little ways to go. Other uh, injuries still. This has been out for uh, a while. Tom Murphy, Wilson Ramos uh, as well. Hot pickups for catchers. Austin Hedges in shallow leagues. He's got his batting average above 200 now, uh, even though he has not homered or driven in a single run over the past week. But his average has gone up from 198 to 217. Um, He is the Padres' everyday catcher. Uh, 129 at bats for him last year, or two years ago, I should say, and 137 at bats. He only batted 168. But what's been the difference here is that he's hit eight home runs uh, compared to a total of three before this year and 161 uh, lifetime at bats. Uh, 20 RBIs, also a career high already in just 41 games. So Austin Hedges in shallow leagues, I think his prospect potential is the reason why he's uh, uh, why he's taken in more than half of the leagues. It has certainly hasn't been his performance, but he's starting to figure it out. In medium-sized leagues, Cameron Rupp. In deep leagues, Caleb Joseph. And Martin Maldonado is another option as well. Okay, and uh, let's, let's also uh, take a look at the rookies. There's really one rookie of note, and that is Manny Pena of the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. So far, 300 batting average, two homers, and 12 RBIs in 80 at-bats, 24 games. Now, Milwaukee has a catching tandem right now. It's, uh, you know, it's tough to move on from Jonathan Lucroy, one of the best catchers in baseball, but after he was traded last year, Jet Bandy, the former Angel, he is there, and Manny Pena as well. And between the two of them, Pena is hitting better lately, and uh, Bandy got off to the hot start. So Pena's OPS is 816, which is very good for a catcher, but not getting full-time at bats. Uh, that is the situation there. Uh, let's take a look at first baseman and give you stock up. Or, uh, yeah, let's give you stock up, stock down. Right now, stock up, Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers. Talk about a prospect, and we mentioned Berrios. Bellinger is a guy who taken the world by storm. The difference is Berrios tried and, and did not do well last year. Bellinger, this is his first taste of the major leagues. He's batting 301, eight home runs, 23 RBIs in his last three weeks, in his last 73 at-bats. Uh, he hasn't walked a lot, but you know what? He's not up there to walk. Eight homers, five doubles, and a triple among his 22 hits, and he has 83 fantasy points. Joey Votto is second. Jose Abreu is third. That tells you how well Bellinger has been playing. Justin Smoke, a guy who was a hype prospect, kind of fell flat, and he has had some spikes of production. This is one of those spikes, 318 batting average in his last 66 at-bats, six homers and 18 runs batted in, uh, slugging 621. How about Justin Bohr? known as kind of a fringe fantasy leaguer. He is uh, tied for fifth with Buster Posey, who also qualifies at first base. But Bohr at 365, 746 slugging percentage, seven homers, and 17 RBIs. Among all first basemen, uh, Jose Abreu, Cody Bellinger, and Yonder Alonso have eight home runs. But Bohr is fourth all by himself at seven. And in terms of RBIs, Bohr tied with Votto, with fourth in, RB, uh, fourth in RBIs among first basemen behind Bellinger's 23. Smoke and Mark Reynolds with 18, but Justin Bohr, a name that you didn't really expect to see on this list. Uh, also, speaking of, uh, we just mentioned him, Mark Reynolds, uh, 361 uh, in his last 61 at-bats with 
five homers and 18 RBIs. Add to that the fact that he's only, and I use only in quotes, uh, struck out 16 times in his last 61 at-bats. That for him, under a third, if you can get Mark Reynolds every day at-bats and he strikes out less than a third of the time, he's going to be great because uh, when he puts the ball in play, he hits the ball hard, he hits the ball out of the ballpark, and he plays in Colorado. So um, really a a, a solid number for him and, and stock up too. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman continues to hit the ball, maybe not at the pace that he did in April, but he's patting 375 for the season, 13 homers and 38 at-bats over the last three weeks, which is a little less than half of the season so far. He's batting 354 with three homers and 14 RBI. So he's slowing down, but still stock up for Ryan Zimmerman. A lot of people thought his, his uh, um, days as a fantasy leaguer were, uh, were behind him. Uh, okay, Marwin Gonzalez, 357 average, five homers, 15 RBIs in his last 42 at-bats. So that's an OPS of 1178. Great numbers for Gonzalez when he gets in the lineup. And the good thing about him is he has uh, positional eligibility all over the place. Tommy Joseph of the Phillies. That's the Joseph the Phillies have. 352 average, five homers, and 12 runs batted in. Rice Hoskins uh, is... Uh, tearing it up at AAA Lehigh Valley, but Joseph is prolonging his uh, uh, his stay in AAA because Joseph has hit so well. His OPS is at 1170. And T.J. Rivera, who qualifies at first, second, third, 303 with a homer and nine RBIs. He's more of a singles doubles hitter, uh, so not really suited for the corner, but he has hit over 300 at the major league level. Solid, uh, solid job there. In terms of the stock down for first baseman, let's take a look. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez, well, he, uh, of course, is just coming back. Uh, and Bellinger is uh, the hot guy now in the lineup. But in Gonzalez's last 22 at-bats, he's had six hits, and they've all been singles. Lucas Duda, coming back from injury himself, 158 average, three for 19, six walks, six strikeouts. Chase Headley, boy, he started off really well, but now his batting average has dipped under 250. And uh, we're seeing why Headley is not worth the money that the Yankees are paying him. Uh, 10 RBIs, that's a positive uh, over his last 63 at-bats. We're batting 159 with two walks and 23 strikeouts. Taylor Motter, the warmest turn for him as well in Seattle. Nine for his last 47 with only two RBIs and 15 strikeouts in those 45 at-bats. A guy on this list that uh, I never thought I'd see, Miguel Cabrera, 225 average with a homer and six RBIs in his last 49 at-bats. He Gurriel hit a grand slam the other day, but otherwise has been extremely quiet over the last three weeks. 188 batting average, 12 for 64, with only a homer and two doubles to show for it. Don Hervis Solarte, 169 batting average. And Edwin Encarnacion, you expect him to be towards the top of this list. His first year in Cleveland has not gone well. 203 batting average, only 359 slugging percentage. He's batting 204 for the season with seven home runs and 16 RBIs. And Anthony Rizzo. Only batting 162, Mitch Moreland at 197, Mike Napoli 219, and Brandon Belt at 215. Those are some problems, even though the, the, the guys at the end of that list that I just mentioned are all averaging over 10 points a week. But for first baseman, you do expect a little more. Let's take a look at injuries among first basemen. Freddie Freeman on the DL with a wrist injury. He's going to be out until the All-Star break. He's out about eight weeks with, um, uh, with that wrist uh, issue. Uh, or actually 10 weeks, it looks like at this point, uh, a fractured wrist. So that uh, definitely hurts. Not that the Braves are going to contend this year, but Freeman 
is a top guy on a lot of fantasy rosters, batting 341 with 14 home runs in the early going in his first 135 at-bats. He was on pace for over 50, uh, and last year had 34 in what was a breakthrough power year for him. And he was, going, he was doing even better than that, but now he's going to miss two months. Greg Bird for the Yankees, he has not been able to get right. He's six for 60 uh, before he got hurt, and now he uh, is running lightly, and he is increasing his uh, level of activity, uh, but still trying to get to baseball activity and then to a rehab assignment, and he does not look like he is a quick healer. After last year, really bursting onto the scene, doing what Aaron Judge is doing this year, he had 11 home runs and 157 at-bats. Now the question is, will he turn into uh, the next uh, you know, the, the, the next big star, or will he basically be Kevin Moss? We will find out. Uh, among hot pickups on, uh, among first basemen, Justin Smoke, available in medium-sized leagues, as well as Justin Bohr, Tommy Joseph. Uh, in shallow leagues, Yonder Alonso, uh, Mark Reynolds in very shallow leagues. He's not really available anywhere, about one in every uh, 12 leagues. And, Tom, and uh, I'm sorry, Josh Bell in, um, in shallow leagues, but not too shallow, 256 average for the rookie, nine homers and 19 RBIs. He's getting some love there. And I mentioned Rice Hoskins. Uh, he is uh, uh, his his numbers bumped up in terms of ownership from 13 to 15 percent uh, as of May 4th, according to CBS. Hoskins slugging 643 in AAA and leading the uh, International League in home runs. So his uh, his numbers look really really good, and it's just a matter of time before he gets in there. Among rookies at the major league level, we talked about Bell, whose OPS is 870, good number there. How about Trey Mancini of the Baltimore Orioles? Seven home runs, 22 RBIs, batting 289, and an OPS of 864. Also, Yulieski Gurriel batting 272 for the year with three home runs and 14 RBIs. But as we mentioned, he has slowed down a bit. Also, uh, we uh, we have a couple of uh, other uh, other guys who are kind of um, at the uh, between first and third. I, I guess we'll get to them in the. Uh, uh, among the third baseman, but let's let's not do that yet. But uh, uh, mentioned Bell, Mancini, Guriel among the rookies at uh, at first base. Second baseman Jose Altuve is the best one over the last three weeks. That is no uh, no surprise. But Javier Baez, after a slow start, has come on. His uh, batting average for the year is only a two forty eight, but uh, and thirty two strikeouts and one hundred twenty one at bats. That's been the problem. But over the last three weeks, two ninety, five homers, fourteen RBIs, and eleven strikeouts. In 62 at bats, and he's had 18 hits. So, uh, 581 slugging percentage and OPS of 893 for a guy who qualifies at second and at third and at short. Uh, Baez is definitely looking up here, and he was third among all qualified second basemen. Marwin Gonzalez was fourth to give you some perspective about where Baez uh, kind of sits uh, among um, uh, among players around the league uh, of the Dodgers. 339. Four homers and 12 RBIs, uh, three doubles as well, slugging 593 over the last three weeks. The downside of Taylor is that he's keeping the seat warm for Logan Forsythe. When Forsythe comes back off the DL, Taylor will go back to a utility reserve role. Uh, but for now, while the iron is hot, maybe in daily leagues, uh, Taylor is definitely a good play and he's been playing very well lately. Uh, also, uh, let's, uh, let's see, how about Jed Jerko? 333 average, slugging 561 and positional eligibility all over the place uh, with three homers and 10 RBIs in his last 66 at-bats. He qualifies at second and at third. 
earlier on in the season, he, I believe he also qualified at, uh, at first or at short. But uh, either way, uh, Jerko, second and third uh, eligibility, 44 fantasy points in the last three weeks, which is not bad at what has been a position where there's been a lot of struggling. Um, and speaking of which, well, actually, let, let's give you a couple other names. Jose Peraza, 279 in his last three weeks, but only two stolen bases. He has slowed down on the running, uh, even though he's been on base uh, only at a 310 clip. Not great because he's not walking. That's the problem. And he's slugging 412. Eight steals for the year. But he's a rookie, and he's going to go up and down. Brandon Drury, a 312 hitter with four homers and nine RBIs, but he hasn't walked and has struck out 18 times in his last 64 bats. Um, so those are, those are some players. Also, Devin Travis, uh, 328 average um, with uh, no home runs but seven RBIs. So his slugging, uh, because, of, uh, because of his 13 doubles, he's had seven singles and 13 doubles in the last three weeks, um, 541 slugging percentage. Uh, but he's not walking, and he's not hitting for power. So that is a downside, but still Travis uh, playing well. And in the lineup, that's been the biggest problem for Travis. Let's take a look at stock down among second baseman and uh, give you a couple of names there. Uh, we talked about Taylor Motter. Joe Panic has not played well. 188 batting average, no homers and four RBIs in his last 69 at-bats. Um, how about uh, Brandon Phillips, 196, slugging only 250. Uh, Brian Dozier, 225. Three homers, five RBIs. He is slugging 449, which is good for second baseman. He's never been a high average hitter, but he's not driving in runs either. Brad Miller on the DL now, but before he went on the DL, uh, he had a 184 batting average for Tampa in the last three weeks, a homer and four RBIs. Uh, Jose Ramirez at 222. Jonathan VR at 217. Uh, those, those folks, uh, meaning uh, Ramirez and VR, still averaging over 10 points. A week, but their um, uh, their ancillary numbers not looking too good. Among injuries, uh, among second basemen, uh, we talked about Brad Miller. He has an abdominal issue. He's looking to only miss the minimum amount of time due back by uh, Memorial Day weekend next weekend. Logan Forsythe, the toe injury for him. Uh, he should be activated on Tuesday. So your time to use Chris Taylor may be drawing very short. And Robinson Cano with a quad injury. He is starting. He is starting to run. Uh, he's eligible to return May 23rd, 296 average to start the season in 135 at-bats. By the way, the live feed about to cut out. We still have 15 minutes to go. We're still going around the diamond, second base, shortstop, third, outfield, and, sh- and uh, pitching to take a look at uh, the injuries, hot pickups, and, of course, stock up and stock down. We're taking a look at the rookies, too. Uh, so we hope you uh, take a look at the entire podcast, the 45-minute show. That's the 30-minute live feed you just finished up with and the 15-minute podcast-only version you're listening to now, and you can listen to that in a number of different places on iTunes, on Stitcher, the Smart Radio app. If you have CarPlay in your car, you can download the episode and listen to it through your car speakers on Stitcher. Also, we post our latest audio on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash sportswithastatman. Come back early and often like us on Facebook. Say hello. And if you have a fantasy question or pro opinion you want to get off your chest, you can either um, leave a comment on Facebook or tweet me on Twitter at G Statman. That's at G S T A T M A N. And the website is statmansportsonline.com. That's statmansportsonline.com. Just about every Saturday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Next Saturday, we'll be on with you at that time as well. Let's take you through the world of fantasy sports, fantasy baseball. And of course, uh, with hockey by then, we should have 
uh, we will definitely have the um, end of the conference finals and the beginning of the Stanley Cup finals about to start. So we'll have a fantasy hockey update for you too for your playoff pools. And uh, next week we will uh, we will have um, we will probably be uh, uh, doing our stock up stock down for pitchers because we don't seem to have a lot of time left around uh, the diamond and we're only uh, on second baseman. But hot pickups that's where we were at for second baseman. Uh, if uh, you know obviously. Chris Taylor in deep leagues, but only for the moment. Devin Travis in medium-sized leagues. In shallow leagues, Brandon Drury. Um, a couple of other interesting options. Ian Happ in prospect uh, leagues, you, you know, he might already be taken. But if, um, if not, he's bursting on the scene right now for the Cubs, and he might be uh, available in your league as, uh, as he is uh, off to a good start with the Cubs. However, he's not playing second base. He's playing the outfield. Uh, but his uh, primary position is second base. Uh, also, Neil Walker in shallow leagues. Adam Frazier in deep leagues, as he has uh, uh, played well and played some second base. 342 in 76 at-bats. Of course, thought to be uh, one of the uh, guys in the rotation to take over for Starling Marte um, uh, because of his uh, PED suspension. But Frazier was injured himself. Now he's coming back and playing some second base. Uh, they have some uh, mix-and-match type of uh, uh, players. You know, Josh Harrison can play all over the place. So uh, Frazier adds to that versatility. Uh, also, among rookies, really no second baseman of note. On to shortstops, Carlos Correa, the top shortstop around the league. Um, Zach Kozart, though, he is definitely stock up. Fourth among all shortstops over the last three weeks. Three homers, nine RBIs, 323 batting average, 548 slugging. His OPS is at 934. Good numbers there. Jose Reyes is sixth among shortstops, uh, qualified shortstops, and he usually plays third. He's only batting 231, but he has two homers, 11 RBIs, and uh, uh, the RBIs have, have helped him. He is sixth among, uh, tied for sixth among all shortstops uh, over the last three weeks in RBIs with 11. Also, uh, Eduardo Nunez batting 300 with four steals, a homer, 10 RBIs. He qualifies at short as well as third. Uh, Didi Gregorius coming back off injury, but 297 average, a homer, 12 RBIs. And uh, let's see, who, who else is on the list? Dansby Swanson, 298 average after a horrific start, three homers and 11 RBIs. You can tell for the year he's still uh, at 201 for the, uh, for the season, but 298 for the last three weeks, slugging 491 on base at a 400 clip. And really the only rookie shortstop of note his OPS is only 590 for the entire year, but he is snapping out of his early season problems. Um, also, let's uh, let's give you a couple of other ones. Uh, Elvis Andrews slugging 403 uh, in his last 77 at bats. Aledmus Diaz 290 batting average, 362 slugging. Uh, let's talk about some stock down players. Uh, Brandon Crawford, well, Brandon Crawford's been hurt. He's coming back. That's why he doesn't have the, the counting numbers. Um, Addison Russell, six for his last 55 with a home run and four RBIs, 109 batting average, slugging 218, has 19 points in his last three weeks. Christian Arroyo, the rookie, he was hitting some balls out of the ballpark now. Uh, the pitchers have had the upper hand lately, 214 average, homers, six RBIs for him. Trevor Story was struggling. Now he's on the DL, six for his last 27. And uh, let's give you another one. Orlando Arcia, who is uh, the rookie playing every day in Milwaukee, 217 average for him. 
uh, two stolen base attempts, and he was caught both times. Andrelton Simmons, 197. Uh, Brad Miller, we already talked about him in a different position. How about Trey Turner? 12 for his last 78. Six steals and seven attempts. That's good. But 21 strikeouts and only four walks for a guy who has a lot of speed. His on-base percentage is 202. That is not getting it done. Injuries for shortstops. And uh, Asdrubal Cabrera on the DL uh, with a thumb injury. And the Mets did not call up Ahmed Rosario. Uh, they uh, called up Neil Ramirez, um, and uh, who's a pitcher. And Jose Reyes is playing shortstop while Cabrera uh, gets better, batting 257 on the young season, three homers and 14 RBIs. We mentioned Story with shoulder injury as uh, he will uh, play in uh, AAA uh, Albuquerque. Uh, he did yesterday. Brad Miller, we mentioned him. He's uh, also uh, qualified as shortstop. And Troy Tulowitzki, he was supposed to come back a couple weeks ago. And uh, they don't know when he's going to be activated. He does not have a timeline for his return. Um, he uh, played in Dunedin in, uh, in A-ball, no setback, but they're being very careful with him because he is traditionally a in- an injury-prone player who doesn't come back very, very quickly. Marcus Semien is going to be out until at least mid-June. He has cast removed uh, yesterday. Uh, shortstop, hot pickups. Let's take a look. Hernan Perez qualifies, and he is available in shallow leagues, same as Zach Kozar. Medium-sized leagues, Tim Beckham. Freddie Galvis, Ahmed Rosario in keeper leagues, and in, in uh, deep leagues, Pat Vileka of the Colorado Rockies. Um, he is uh, he has hit three home runs in 48 at-bats, which is why there was a, a little bump up. He's 24 years old. He has some power, but a low batting average. Uh, just be aware of that. Also, uh, Eric Ibar of shortstop, uh, of shortstop of San Diego playing shortstop. Nick Ahmed of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, he has... Uh, uh, he, uh, he started five straight before Owings, uh, Chris Owings got back on Friday, uh, but Ahmed getting some of the shortstop duties uh, there. So uh, that, that is interesting. And a name that I notice on this list, uh, he is a prospect. He's young. He's 19 years old. But if you know the last name, Bichette, you remember Dante Bichette, his son Bo is a shortstop in the Toronto organization, and he is in low A ball in Lansing, Michigan, and he's slugging 594. So if you're in a deep keeper league, Bo Bichette is somebody that might be paying some dividends down the line. His father uh, mashed him with the best of them in his time, and uh, his, his son qualifies at shortstop. Uh, and uh, among, uh, among the rookies, Swanson is the only shortstop of note there. Uh, third baseman. The top one, Anthony Rendon, 79 fantasy points, but he had 31 in one day against the Mets. Uh, so you take that out and not overly impressive. Jake Lamb, Matt Carpenter, only batting 255, but the third best third baseman in the last three weeks with 61 fantasy points. It's over three, uh, I'm sorry, that's over 20 points a week. Um, other guys that you didn't expect on this list, well, um, Justin Turner, he's on the DL, but he batted 375. You expect him on this list, um, but. Uh, only a home run and seven RBIs. Yunel Escobar was batting 333 in his last three weeks. He's on the DL. And a lot of uh, struggling among third baseman. You expected a little more. Miguel Sano, 302 average, 585 slugging, four homers and 10 RBIs. There's a guy that belongs on this list for sure. Uh, Trevor Plouffe has resurfaced with the Oakland A's. 304 average, 500 slugging, two homers and four RBIs. Uh, now let's take a look at the stock down, and there is a lot of them. 
we talked about Guriel. Uh, Chase Headley, we also mentioned, a 159 hitter in his last 63 at-bats. Uh, Nick Castellanos, 221 average, no home runs and nine RBIs. Um, Todd Frazier, 213. Boy, his career has taken a dive. Two homers and seven RBIs for him. Uh, Mikel Franco, 238, but slugging 381. Not great, but not terrible. Joey Gallo, 151 average, but he's still averaging more than 10 points a week because he has six homers and 13 RBIs and 66 at bat. However, he only had 10 hits, six of them over the wall, and 34 strikeouts and 66 at bats. That's terrible. But his, his ISO, which is slugging minus batting average, is fantastic. It's 273, batting 151 and slugging 424. Also, guys, you expected more out of, I tell you, I expect a lot more out of Manny Machado, batting 205, five homers, 10 RBIs, 20 strikeouts in his last 78 at-bats. Uh, also, Kyle Seeger only batting 234, only slugging 390. Mike Moustakas batting 235, three homers, 11 RBIs in his last three weeks. Travis, I'm sorry, not, uh, uh, that, that's, that's it in terms of the stock down. I missed the stock up. Travis Shaw, Milwaukee, 328 batting average, former Red Sox, three homers, 14 runs batted in there. Injuries for third baseman. Let's take a look at the list. Justin Turner on the DL with a hamstring injury. He's going to be out uh, a couple of weeks. Grade one hamstring strain. Uh, so that is the uh, that is the diagnosis for him. Logan Forsythe, we mentioned he's coming back on Tuesday. He also qualifies at third. Yohan Moncada of the White Sox, a thumb injury. He's on the DL in the minors. A bruised left thumb. X-rays came back negative. Uh, so they are going to uh, give him some time to recover. Josh Donaldson, just like Tulowitzki, expected him back by now. He's uh, finally going to begin rehab next week, uh, coming back from a calf injury. Only played nine games so far this year. Adrian Beltre hasn't played at all this year, taking batting practice this past week. That is a great sign for, uh, for Beltre. Uh, so he is coming back off a calf injury, just like Donaldson. Uh, and those those can nag for a while. You know, Escobar hamstring injury. Um, he is uh, he has a game uh, grade one hamstring, so two to four weeks. That is the uh, thought process, which would bring him back in early June. And also Pablo Sandoval with a knee issue uh, for the Red Sox playing in uh, rehab uh, yesterday, starting his rehab assignment uh, as he is in Pawtucket in AAA. And Martin Prado, hamstring injury for him um, and over at about two weeks ago. And uh, he, has not, uh, he has not come back yet. They're hoping that he, uh, um, uh, that he comes back soon. Really no timetable for his return. Hot pickups for third baseman. Uh, Hernan Perez, we mentioned in shallow leagues. Um, and uh, Jed Jerko, Travis Shaw in very shallow leagues. We mentioned Valeca in deep leagues. TJ Rivera in deep leagues as well. Danny Valencia, medium-sized leagues. That's uh, that's a good one, as he batted 290 in the past three weeks, but only 239 for the season. So he's playing better, and uh, as I said, available in medium-sized leagues. And among rookies, uh, you have uh, you have Matt Davidson, as well as uh, uh, let's see who who else is on the list here. Um, you have uh, Andy uh, Yandy Diaz of Cleveland. Uh, with Davidson, 223 average, seven home runs, though, and 94 bats. And for Diaz, a 203 average, really nothing uh, nothing going on there. So uh, among the infielders, I would say uh, Pena is getting some time. Uh, I, would, I, I like Josh Bell. Trey Mancini has been very good as well. 
And uh, Yuli Gurriel has been okay. Uh, that, that's pretty much where, where things are at this point. Uh, we're going to continue our stock up, stock down next week with outfielders and pitchers, as we only have a couple of minutes left. Uh, just some, some overall injury news. Um, we have uh, Jason Hayward uh, on the DL with finger injury. A.J. Pollock is, um, uh, is out with a groin issue. Uh, and will probably not be available once he is eligible to come back in, in about uh, a week. Steven Piscotty, hamstring injury. He is on a rehab assignment, double A. Mitch Hanniger, an oblique, should be uh, hopefully coming back in the next couple of weeks, uh, but he has backed off from rehab. That is not a good sign. Greg, Gregory Polanco, hamstring injury for him. Um, he shut down a couple of days uh, before he, um, uh, uh, before uh, returning uh, to uh, rehab activities as uh, they are hoping that he does not stay on the DL for very long. Uh, and, and that is the outfielder uh, look there. In terms of hot pickups, um, of course, among outfielders, Aaron Altier in shallow leagues, uh, Brett Gardner as well, medium-sized leagues, Josh Reddick, Ben Gamel of Seattle, and in deep leagues, Tommy Pham of St. Louis, Cameron Maben of the Angels, Adam Frazier of Pittsburgh. Uh, and for rookies, you have Aaron Judge, 323, 14 home runs, 29 RBIs. Among the hitting stars, a rookie of the year candidate for sure. Also, Cody Bellinger, he qualifies there, 291, eight homers, 23 RBIs. Um, so those are, those are some uh, ideas about rookies. Two-star pitchers, as well as uh, hitting notes, you'll have to uh, get on the blog as, as we will try and get that to you on Monday for our fantasy primer for the upcoming week eight, go to statmansportsonline.com for the latest there. You can listen to the entire 45 minute podcast on iTunes, Stitch. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.